Arizona Sports, the local sports leader, Bigley and Murata. Social Studies, brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realties, higherprice.com. Garrett, you got actual... Genuine belly laugh with the happy Valentine's, happy Valentine's Day, losers. Day losers. <laughs> I was well done, Jared. That made funny. me laugh out loud. Okay, well, thank you very All much. Right, I try to mix it up a little yourself. bit. You're on an Barrett. upswing now. Keep it going through social studies. All right, well, this is social studies every 9 o'clock, usually every day at 9 o'clock, usually hosted by Sarah Cazell. She's on assignment today, so I'm filling in for her. Go to Bickley underscore Murata to follow us. It is the most interactive radio show on the planet. Lots sure. of fun. We have. Sure. We'll go with Whatever that. you sure. say, Absolutely, Ferry. absolutely. And uh, I pose the questions. Sarah usually goes through the best answers, but I will go through those today. And we'll start with the Suns. A very general question. Kevin Durant, practice footage of him with the Suns yesterday. Looking pretty good. Looking pretty spry. But we're told he won't be available till after the All-Star break. But Suns fans, what excites you most right now at this moment about the Kevin Durant joining the Suns? That what are you most looking forward to when he finally gets with the team? I'm going to steal what other people have said on this. That he's Kevin freaking Durant. Yeah, I, I think that if the Suns catch a vibe like they did a couple years ago, maybe the early part of last year where they start smoking fools by 20, I'm going to be real excited. Yeah, just to see how it all work, comes together. I mean, we all, we're not, we're not, there's no question as to what kind of player Kevin Durant is. What kind of player is he going to be in Phoenix? That's what I can't wait to see. Here's some responses from Adam. Adaptability on offense, the greatest scoring forward in history, has proven that he can fit into several different kinds of systems. And his presence takes a lot of pressure off CP3. That's actually true, though, because we talked a lot about how CP3 sort of scoring has gone down this year. They really don't need that as much now. They could, you know, Aiden can focus on defensive rebounding. CP3 can focus on passing. You got Booker and Durant to do the heavy lifting on offense. Yes. And uh, Lou John agreed. Booker has never had a scorer like KD alongside him. Exciting that other teams won't be able to blitz Booker with double teams now. Which is true. Yeah, there's going to be a lot less blitzing of Devin Booker. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but credit to him. He uh, he learned how to deal with it and handle it pretty well. Daylight Films says he's looking forward that uh, Samuel Jackson will have a new, ro- new role if they make a Kevin Durant movie. He could as a sequel to Glass. <laughs> That's not nice. Not He's nice not injured that much. Nice He's on your team now. you got to be nice. Yeah, come on. to change the gist of your jokes when he's on your own team. Yes, a proven winner and a hard worker, says Terry. Lots of positivity, lots of excitement around the Suns and Kevin Durant. Uh, some sort of... I'm not going to say negativity, but a little confusion and frustration in the Cardinals' coaching search so far. They're down to two. They've been down to two, different two, the last few days. I asked, though, Cardinals fans, which recent head coach were you most excited about when he was hired? In real time, what was your reaction to these head coaches? Who were you actually most excited for? Cliff Kingsbury, Steve Wilkes, Bruce Arians, Ken Wisenhunt. Those are the last four Cardinals head coaches. 
because we're we're kind of in agreement that it will be underwhelming yeah, at this point, no matter who they. To it was, was BA. Yeah, it was in real time. Yeah, because because if you were following football, you were aware of the Chuck Pagano story. Yes. It, it sort of dominated everything the last month of the season, and I remember, wow, what a story this is. The, now, B.A. back then w- wasn't the cool, stylish B.A. He didn't look anything like he does now. They didn't the have, he was clean-shaven. The goatee, all that stuff came later. He had big glasses. He just looked like a frumpy football coach who had a great personality and some real natural-born swagger, who talked like he was from the South, even though he was from Pennsylvania. That's true. Uh, I, In real time, I was excited to varying degrees about all four of those hires. Um, but B.A.'s the answer. Yeah. He was the he was the reigning NFL coach of the year when the Cardinals hired him. Last in that cycle, by the way, in 2013. That's my answer. B.A. is running away with it. I don't know how much of it is looking, you know, for yeah. 2020 yeah, right, history. Yeah, but yeah. he has 63.8%. Cliff Kingsbury... Second with twenty one point four percent. I think. I think in our state of mind at that point of time, it sounded exciting. Especially coming off of Steve Wilkes, people were happy to swing the pendulum the other way on a, on yes. a higher. Ken Wisenhunt at ten percent. Steve Wilkes at four point seven percent. Ken Wisenhunt, uh, as JJ said, most won't remember. But he came here highly regarded and was coming from a great system, and uh, he actually backed it up the first few years. Yes, and even Steve Wilkes, I still remember, vividly remember that introductory press conference walking away going, wow, this thing's got a little loose under oh, B.A. at the end. This was another swing in the pendulum the other the way. pendulum, yeah. Got the, the, the no-nonsense disciplinarian in there. and They're going to be physical and practice and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah there was a lot, a lot of difference there. All right, next question. Um. Uh, uh, shut up, uh, I'm gonna uh, let's go while we're young. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> yesterday we were talking about people were saying how Patrick you Mahomes, Kenny Jack, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Patrick Mahomes uh, could be on track to be the greatest quarterback or greatest football player of all time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you now, and I'm not counting people like Novak Djokovic or Lionel Messi, who some people say already are the greatest of all time. All right. Of these four, who is most likely to finish their career as the greatest ever right. at their sport? Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. Mike Trout, Connor McDavid, or LeBron James? Ooh. I think this is a very flawed question. Okay. Do you think LeBron James is too... It's far and away the answer is LeBron James. Because he's the closest at that point right yes. now? Yes. All right. And still playing at the highest level at the oldest age of any of the four. Take him out of mentioned. the mix then. Except no, I'll no. never accept him as That's the, the greatest. That, so it, so the reason I put it there is because but, some people will never say he could pass Jordan. But listen, I'm going to tell you something. And you know what? I, I think we'll save this maybe for the next segment because I, I just read a fascinating story on Joe Montana. So I'm going to save what I have to say to the... What are we doing next segment, Vinny? Talking about Joe Montana. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> no, I want to talk about the LeBron James thing and Michael Jordan. I really do. I, I, I really, uh, uh, yeah, I think it's profound. Ooh. So I'm going to say my answer. All right, Ferret? Okay, sounds good. Well, I'll give you the responses. LeBron James, 51.2%. Patrick Mahomes, 29.7%. Connor McDavid, 10.4%. With a lot of his fans saying that people don't realize, aren't hockey fans, don't realize how exceptional he is at a young age. And Mike Trout, 8.7%. I feel like Mike Trout is a 
World Series away from being in the conversation, but he has not a lot of postseason success. And finally, in honor of Valentine's Day, write a love poem to your favorite Arizona sports team or athlete. I know this is when it's hard to get come up with on the fly. It is, and I'm dead inside, so love poems just do not come naturally to me. Jordan says, <laughs> roses are red, violets are blue. I bet your team wishes they had KD, too. Ooh. Um, my poem to Valley Sports would go something like... When you lose, you have to wear it. What a dumb question. Shut up, Jared! <laughs> Daryl Lee, roses are... literally off the top of my head. Very I, did well not, I did not rehearse that like last segment. Daryl, roses are red. Uh, blue giraffes are tall. Kyler, please, oh please, go play baseball. That's rough. That's not a love letter. Roses are red, violets are blue. For the love of God, please let the Suns win an NBA championship. I've been waiting since 1982. <laughs> a lot of people using the roses are red, violets are blue. Roses are red, violets are blue. Trey McBride, I'll ride with you. Trey's heart is full of love and pride. Cards fans will always be by your side. That was nice. You know, violets, I think by their very name, are violet and not blue. It's a very flawed intro to that popular poem. Anyway, that's yeah, a fun that's a point. Uh, we have very good. What's, bl- what's blue, Jarrett? Lilacs? Uh, Lilacs are tremendous. They're more of a. Some, they they have like blue tulips, yeah, blue lavender, ro- yeah. roses, and stuff. But they're. I have to look it up. But uh, we we have orchids. Orchids are blue, maybe. We have uh, very creative listeners. So scroll through that if you want mm. some creative answers. All right. Thank you, Jarrett. Social Sarah, Cody. I hope we'll be back tomorrow. Are you making an announcement? I'm just, no, I'm just we're, hoping we're for the, for the like sake Bob, of me and everyone listening. Bobby Hurley, hopeful that we're in Washington, will be able to play. <laughs> we here at Bickley and Murata are hopeful uh-huh. that Sarah will be able to play tomorrow. Uh, thank you, Jarrett. Uh, social studies every morning. At Bickley underscore Murata is where that goes down. You know what we're going to talk about next? We're going to talk about so, something yes. profound something about Michael profound Jordan. I've got to share. LeBron the James, James the greatest, Montana. Yes. The greatest ever. Yes. The goats. I have no idea yes. where we're going. This is exciting. Good. It's Big nice. Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Dan Bickley, Vince Murata. Bickley and Murata Mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Welcome back, everybody. Dan Bickley, Vince Murata. I am commandeering this segment to uh, to talk do. about a story uh, about Joe Montana because it relates to what we were just talking about to LeBron James and Michael Jordan, and and it starts with a famous English sonnet. Do you know what a sonnet is, Jarrett? A sonnet is a fourteen line poem that does not rhyme. Wow. Oh, you beat me to it. I was just going to say. Wow. Did you know that, Darren? Uh, no, not specifically. I, I knew a sonnet was a poem. I minored wow. in poetry. How did you? No. Did you really? No. <laughs> I'm like stunned. Okay, so there's a famous English sonnet. It's called Ozymandias. It's about a king. And it's about a traveler who goes through like a, a desert. And he sees this toppled statue of a king. Okay. And on the pedestal is, here, beware, might." I'm paraphrasing now, beware the mighty Ozymandias. Blah, blah, blah. And the, the moral of the story is, is that all power is temporary, no matter how fearful or tyrannical or powerful somebody may be, it's all temporary. Time lays to waste every one of us. How's that for a cheery thought? Wow. So, 
So there's this great story I just read about Joe Montana, who Joe Montana has got a very successful capital venture firm going on in the Bay Area right now. So he's killing it financially, but he's dealing with a lot of mental issues about no longer being the greatest of all time. That at one point in time, it was all Joe Montana, that number 16, 49ers jersey, that was it. Tom Brady comes to town, takes it over. So in this interview, Joe Montana admits to struggling with things like his separation from the 49ers and, and, and why did they have to get rid of me and why did they cast me aside for Steve Young and did did my relationship with George Seifert there's an anecdote where Joe Montana one time uh, George Seifert was making fun of Bubba Paris's weight in the locker room and Joe Montana stood up and defended him and Joe in his head has worked it out that George Seifert didn't like him and as a result he got pushed out. The bottom line is Joe Montana to this very day despite an incredible career is sitting there going, if those guys would not have let me go, I'd be at seven rings and nobody would be talking about Tom Brady. And the story relates an anecdote that I had never heard before. Mickey Mantle in retirement, drunk and crying, used to go sit in his car in rainstorms because the sound of the rain hitting the roof reminded him of fans at Yankee Stadium. Wow. This is how powerful it is. This is getting dark. Well, okay. It's well, it's getting dark because when you're talking about the man in the arena, how often have you heard that recently? A lot. When you're talking about that dude and that guy that's been that guy, time renders all of us that way. And so my point is, I'm reading this about Joe Montana as it relates to Tom Brady, who now is being chased by Patrick Mahomes, and you see where the cycle goes, right? So even though somebody like me who was blessed beyond re- just ridiculous measures to cover Michael Jordan, even though I'll never be convinced LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan, there's going to come a time when LeBron James probably sits at number two on the all-time assists list. And number one in the all-time scoring list. And at that point in time, you're going to be more and more years away from Michael Jordan, and it's going to happen. And people, and Michael Jordan is going to be like Ozymandias. He's going to be a powerful king, statue toppled, buried by the sands of time. How's that for deep? Whew. Very deep. And you're right. I mean... Can, I'm just more stunned that you could just see. I, I just asked rhetorically, what is a sonnet? And you just, bam! But then you said Ozymandias, and I was like, I'm not that smart. Uh, <laughs> who? Uh, Oza who? Uh, who? <laughs> Ozzy Gian, what? <laughs> All right, so so as it relates Ozzie to Virgil. this. So I do think this is going to happen. I, and I never, I've, I've been the staunchest Jordan defender, and I'm like, you know what? It's going to happen to him, too, because it happens to everybody. And the fact that Joe Montana is suffering with this. I can only imagine what Michael Jordan's private thoughts are like. I don't think they're like Joe Montana. You don't think so? I think Michael Jordan is still cut from a different cloth. I think Michael Jordan thinks he could be the best right now if he went out and I, I think if Michael Jordan just heard your your synopsis of all <laughs> of this, retire. he would take that personally. Oh, he yeah, he would. Yeah, that is very very true. So I just I just thought that was interesting. But it's so funny that we spend so much time talking about th- these debates, these unofficial debates. And I mean, a lot of people I'm I'm curious to see how many people were on Jordan's side. 
And as time goes on now, and LeBron's the all-time leading scorer, you, you, you're probably right. He's less than 2,000 assists away from, from Jason Kidd for second place. He's not catching John Stockton unless he plays till he's 50. He's 5,000 assists away. He could be number one scorer, number two all-time. How do you deny it? Right. Three championships, four championships? What is it? Four championships. Four, championships four and seven? And a bunch of, uh, and ten finals appearances. I'm curious He's, to know how many people have flipped from Team Jordan to Team LeBron over the last few years. And I think it will continue to flip. I think it will. I think so, too, but I think it's a small number. I, I think there's more people that are dug in on either side than, than those that are flippable. Yeah. And the, and the thing that struck me about this, about reading the whole Montana thing as it relates to the LeBron thing, is you don't have to be a famous athlete to relate to this parable. Because anybody who's any accomplished at all, you get to the point where you're no longer needed, where you are, where you, where you get to an age where you're no longer that dude anymore or that female anymore. And how do we all deal with that? Mm-hmm. How do you all deal with once being exalted, successful, and then now you're just. Well, I <laughs> don't have to worry about the first part, so I don't have to worry about the second part. <laughs> I mean, I internalize those thoughts a mm-hmm. lot. I don't think about it a lot, but what happens when you become, hey, didn't you used to be on the radio? When you That's don't, going to happen. When you don't have a source of self-worth. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, I don't have much of one now, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's it, this is I'm just warning what, you, my but, see, This is, is part of the epic. reason. Why do you think Tom Brady played till he was 45? Exactly. Why do you think these, you know, entertainers and and I'm so people glad you brought that up. Keep I'm performing when they're like 70 years old. I'm so glad you brought that Money. up because I forgot to yell that to you. But, but what he's saying is right. There was a corollary that was actually addressed in this story that Joe Montana wishes he had more story and more time to write his own story. John McEnroe has talked about that. John McEnroe was like, yeah, I won four majors. I thought that was going to last or whatever. He's seven majors. I thought that was going to stand for eternity. And now you got three guys in the 20s. And he's looking back going, man, I should have taken that more seriously. All these guys wishes they had more. And he, Jarrett's exactly right. This is why Tom Brady played till he's forty-five, because he because he knows that when it's, you walk away, yeah, that's you why can't Mick Jagger is like seventy-five years old and still prancing across the stage. It's like these guys that crave the spotlight and the adoration and and something oh, they can't no. get. Does that mean you're still going to be doing the sports kebab <laughs> when you're seventy-five? <laughs> Have you seen this guy, Andy Reid? No, Jared, he's been dead for 20 years. Oh. <laughs> what do you look like, Jared? Oh, you, did you ever see that guy, Adam Silver? Well, trust no, me, No, he's Ken. been dead trust 150 me, years. <laughs> he's been dead a millennium. Yes. Right? Trust me on this one. There was right. a guy who ran the NBA. He looked like a melted candle with glasses. <laughs> That's not even the best Jared one. Jared, do you remember the best Adam Silver's rip? Adam Silver rip? I don't, I don't know. What, didn't you have a Q-tip reference once? Um, I'm, I'm sure, sure I did. Okay. I used Q-tip, a chewed-up number two pencil. <laughs> I, yeah. Did you see Joe Montana on Media Row last week? I missed him. I walked around after the show. And yeah. There he was. Apparently you Sketchers? <laughs> Why didn't you book him, Jared? Yeah, come on, Jared. <laughs> I wasn't there. Seems like Sarah, we missed a lot of people that was on Sarah. Radio Row, Jared. We were here too early. 
Well, there was that. You can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. But be nice if you do it. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up next, it's Tuesday. It's back after a week hiatus. A round of mustache. Not a mustache. We'll do it next. It's Bickley Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Quick look at today's Sanderson Ford poll question on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Who do you want to be the Cardinals' next head coach? <laughs> Chuck Noll. <laughs> Chuck Party. Chuck Knox. Uh, your choices. Luana Rumo. <laughs> right. Jonathan Gannon. <laughs> That's Mike, Boom Boom Gannon to you. Jonathan Boom Boom Gannon or Mike Kafka. Or Mike other. Kafka. Other. Vic, I'll go with your choice. You made it clear. Yeah. You're on Team Anarumo I am. at this point. I am. 36% say Anarumo. This is interesting. 28% still say Kafka, even though he's been, I don't know, eliminated from the race. Has he been relegated? 23% say other. Uh-oh. Only Uh-oh. 13% are on Gannon. Yeah, that Super Bowl wow. left a mark. That really... It did. Yeah, it's... Recency bias, definitely, but hey, that's where we are. That's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it now at ArizonaSports.com. Mustache. Not a mustache. A mustache, a mustache, a mustache, big mustache, big mustache, my mustache, your mustache. Say the word, the word mustache, a mustache, a mustache. Now we both have said mustache, a mustache, a mustache, if you only got a mustache. The mustache sensation is taking over much of the country. Okay, more me. Isn't that great? What a Valentine's Day present. It's time for America's fastest growing facially related quiz sensation, mustache. Not a mustache. And today will uh-huh. be a Valentine's Day theme. Wow, oh, what a coincidence. So it will love? be all about love. Oh, gee, there haven't been a... I, I doubt you're going to find enough songs about love. Love, I know. There were so many to choose from. I uh, I had to whittle it down to, to pick enough that had mustaches and not mustaches. But this is how it's going to work. Leona gonna, Lewis, not a mustache. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a... <laughs> A song. Vinny got that. See, Vinny's smart. That went right over your head, Ferret. I, yes. I, I didn't hear what you said. That's why I was in the okay. middle of my uh, spiel okay. about how I'm going to play a, a sound bite. It's going to be from an interview. It's going to be from a movie, a TV show, or a song. And Bickley Marad will have to tell me whether the person talking or singing has a mustache or does not have a mustache. First one, the 10 wins. I don't remember who won last week. Vinny won. Vinny, would you like to go first or second? No, didn't we? Oh, that was two. Two weeks. We didn't play last week. Ago, so. That's right. We had. Uh, I don't remember. Okay. Uh, I'll let Bick go first. All right, Dan, you will be going yes. first, and you'll start with. Uh, that would be that John Bon Jovi feller. Not a mustache. That is correct. Two points for you. All right, Vince Murata. Yes, Jared. Love stinks. That is uh, the Jay Giles band, the lead singer. 
uh, Peter Wolf. Wow. I, oh, really? Not well a must, not a mustache. I would have. I had no idea. Yeah, I would have bet that the lead singer was Jay Giles. No, <laughs> he was not. <laughs> wow. Well done, Vinny. That's interesting. So was there actually someone named Jay Giles in the I band? I can oh, see yes. Jarrett go to break. Okay. <laughs> I can see. Oh, no. We no, no, time, no. You're, time to right. fill. You, you got time for two more questions, Jerry. All right, here we go, D- uh, Dan. I love it here. You know, the players, obviously, I've been here four years with the players, and when you draft these young guys and watch them grow and get better and better and, you know, become pro bowlers and have great careers and make money, I mean, it's fun, you know, for a coach. So for me, it's 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 my new home. Vance Joseph, not a mustache. That is correct. He's going to have to find a new home, though, it unfortunately looks like. It's a tough one. Yes. All right. <laughs> Vince? <laughs> I think I was in love once. What was her name? I don't remember. That's not a good start. She was Brazilian. (laughs) Or Chinese or something. I met her in the bathroom of a Kmart, and we made out for hours. Then we parted ways, never to see each other again. That is uh, Paul Rudd. That's Anchorman. Uh, definitely a fake glorious mustache. There you go. You had it. I think that's a real mustache, but yes. Was it? I believe so. Brian Fantana. That's the guy. Paul uh, Rudd was on the field Sunday yeah. night. Paul Rudd is a big... Chiefs fan. Kansas huge City. Chiefs fan. Huge Chiefs fan. Yes. I think he likes the Royals, too. I think there's a big... Can- He's from Kansas City. All right. Well, that explains it. Dan, on the yeah. love-themed edition. It. I just Stevie Wonder, mustache. All right, you got it. Perfect score so far across the board. I loathe that song. Oh, it's such a nice, pleasant song. Come on. I know, I know. Vince? Yes? That is uh, the B-52's Fred Schneider. Oh, not look at a, not a mustache. Here we go. Yeah. Tin roof. Rusted. Oh, yeah. I loathe that song, too. Same. Go ahead, Jerry. That's such a catchy song. Come on. <laughs> All right, Dan? Mm-hmm. We live in a cynical world. A cynical world. And we work in a business of tough competitors. I love you. You... Me. You had me at hello. <laughs> oh man, that's uh, that's 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 the uh, the agent movie. That's uh, that Jerry Maguire. That's it. Jerry Maguire, not a mustache. Yes, and the actor is yeah, Tom Cruise. That's right. You got it. Yeah. Very good. Good way pull. To work, way to work through it. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, Vince. Yes. I love that you are the last person I want to talk to before I go to sleep at night. And it's not because I'm lonely, and it's not because it's New Year's Eve. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. Uh, Billy Crystal. Ooh. At that point, I believe he had a mustache. Did he not? He did not. Did not. He did have a beard in that movie, but not at that point wow. in the movie. Uh, wow. wow. I, I knew that would be tricky. I knew it would be tricky, but you... Okay. Peter so, Wolf of the Jay Giles Band. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There are no bonus points. Red Schneider of B-52s, not a Mustang. Go ahead. Dan can win it with Let's this. Go. Oh, no. 
David Bowie, not a mustache. That is correct. Wow. And that is a perfect score. And that is a win on Valentine's Day. And along with the theme, I'm heartbroken. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm I'll, sorry, but... I'll shake your hand if you, you give me a hug, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any consolation, there's enough love to go around on. Mustache. mustache. Not a mustache. A mustache, a mustache, a mustache. Oh, coming up next, some final thoughts on this Tuesday, including... Say the word, the word, might we be getting a, a dose of 80s and 90s nostalgia in the sports world? We'll get into that more next. Pickley Marotta Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. The mustache sensation has taken over much of the country. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Pickley and Marotta, song of the day. Do you know this song? Doesn't sound familiar. Okay. A big hit for Machine Gun Kelly. Don't yeah. worry. Oh, I found no. the clean version. Don't worry. <laughs> this is it. what Machine Gun Kelly sounds like? Yes. Wow. This you didn't know that? This iteration of Machine Gun no, Kelly. I thought he was like a hardcore rocker, the way he looks. Well, he used to do more rap stuff. Oh. Uh, yeah, this is Bloody Valentine, which was a big hit a couple years ago. Machine Gun Kelly in the news, too. Yeah. Because, you know, his celebrity couple pairing. And an affair with his guitar player. Yeah, apparently so. Also got electrocuted at the bird's nest from what he says. Minor electrocution. How could he tell, though? That's a good point. He's Machine Gun Kelly. That's right. <laughs> How yeah, do you know? The end of one of these sleazier couples that I can remember in a while. Weirder, creepier. It, it they were kind of creepy. Remember when Angelina Jolie went through her phase where she was doing like the vampire stuff? Yeah, the, right. The, Changing the, like bloods of vile, blood, vile blood yeah. necklaces. Is that one of the great upgrades of all time? Going from Billy Bob Thornton to Brad Pitt. That's quite well, a. Depends on how you feel about Billy Bob. Well, that's fair. I think, Good, a great I actor. Think whoever Lyle Lovett went to from <laughs> to Julia Roberts. <laughs> yeah. That's the greatest upgrade, right? That's that's true. Pretty big flex when you cheat on Megan Fox, though. <laughs> In its own way. Or maybe he's just a pig. We don't know. It's by My Bloody Valentine by Machine Gun Kelly. Today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Uh, more music for you. Hold on. You recognize this, don't you, Bick? Oh, yeah, I do. This is the song I did not want played at my uh, wedding reception, and the <laughs> DJ went rogue and played it anyways. Really? Oh, I was pissed. I'm sorry, am I touching a nerve no, here? No, it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> it's it's newsworthy. This is John Tesh. Round Ball Rock is the name of this. Oh There's nothing rocking this about this. This is live from whatever. Red Rocks, by the way. Um, is this a live performance? It is. I've, I've actually seen this, yeah. Have you? Yeah. 
The NB- NBC wants the NBA back. This was the theme song to NBA basketball on NBC. Oh, yeah. Through the 80s and 90s, and that was like, for a lot of people, the glory days of the NBA yeah, on television. Yeah, Rashad. Yes. yes. All that, yeah. yeah. Marv Albert. Uh-huh. Matt Gukas. Matty Gukas. But apparently they want to get back in the game, which is weird because this song is back in circulation being used on basketball pro- broadcast. But Fox is using it for college broadcast. It seems so weird and so out of place. Wow. Anytime you tune into a Fox college basketball game and they go to you break and they that? play that really? and you're like, oh, okay. something, yeah. something doesn't seem right. Hmm. Anyway. I don't know what's going to happen. ESPN and ABC has been in the NBC uh, NBA business for a long time, but money talks. Speaking of money and media rights deals, we didn't touch on this yet. We could touch on it here. Things are not looking great for the Pac-12 right now. Oh, no, no, no. There no. seems to be some bu- bubbling speculation now that Oregon, Washington, and the Bay Area schools might be being coveted, even yep. though there was a statement of unity put out by all the presidents oh, and chancellors of the Pac-12. Yeah. My belief is quickly becoming if anybody, any school... Pledges their loyalty and allegiance to the Pac-12, they will be left behind. That's a great point. That's what I think right now. Um, I heard, I, I read a report that ASU is very angry about something. What are they very angry about? Did you read this? I did not read this. When, as it pertains, are they mad that the conference is flirting with SMU for some reason? The conference is trying to put together the the biggest um, accumulation of eyeballs to sell and get a media rights deal, and they can't get one. Yes, they can. Continually overvalue their own property. So they're. I'm with you. Talking yeah. with SMU in the Dallas market, yep. and they're talking with San Diego State. San Diego State. State. Yeah. People are talking about UNLV, maybe Boise. Yeah. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I think the smart, the smart schools should head off to the Big Twelve. But there's still a no media rights deal for the Pac-12 right now. I know. Uh, yesterday, I touched on it. People watching at the Super Bowl was interesting. We hit on a couple things, like people rooting for their betting interest over their teams. That was new to me. Um, the selfie epidemic. It's like 15 years old at this point now, Bix. I was seated behind. There was a row in front of us. Four very attractive young women mm. spent the whole game on their phones taking pictures taking of themselves in various poses. Mm-hmm. Can we normalize like guys like me and you taking selfies all the time just to make it uncool and it just goes away? Oh, that would be a great <laughs> idea, wouldn't it? To make it so uncool it actually stops being a fad. Yeah. Um, do it. Take I, a selfie right now. I'll post it. I can't even bring myself to do it. No. Ironically, I can't even do it. Uh, the other t- um, observation I had about people at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Tommy. Vapors just don't care. Oh, were they just vaping we in the stadium? We got to a point in American society, before they were totally shunned and ostracized, where cigarette smokers actually got a little bit cognizant of other people. You know, they got to separate themselves. They weren't blowing smoke all over the place. They had to go outside the stadium. Vapors will just blow that crap right in your face, and they don't care. (laughs) Is that right? That that was my experience at the game. Like, gee, thanks. You're still not supposed to do that inside. Secondhand chemicals. I do believe they had the vapors. (laughs) Wow. 
I did not experience that where I was sitting. No, no. We were in we were in different areas of the stadium. But I saw your view. They had they took care of the, the Listen, media and the ox seating yeah, this year. Yeah, I, I thought what they did with the stadium in terms of putting like big visuals to the ceiling in each end zone. I wish the Cardinal and Lorenzo Alexander was saying the same thing. The Cardinals should take what the what the NFL did and extrapolate on it. Yeah. Build something up in each corner like that. It made the place look fabulous, in my opinion. It did look good. Did look very good. Yeah. That is going to do it for us today. Great Thank show today. Go back and listen to every second, people. Yeah. So you could skip the uh, updates. Skip. Well, just edit those out. Sure. Although they will be edited out. That's true. <laughs> Happy, Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day you, you losers. losers. Thanks to Dave Spadaro, Shane Doan, Bobby Hurley for joining us. Thanks to you for listening. No, seriously, enjoy your Valentine's Day. We'll be back tomorrow. Wolf and Luke are up next here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.